The AIB All-Ireland Junior Club Hurling Championship Final. St. Catharines versus Tullaher Ross Birkin. Proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunphy. Kilkenny's number one family-run estate agency supporting the home parish. Visit dng.ie or call 56 Well, it all started in August. Six months later, we are reaching the crescendo. It is an All-Ireland Final. The first of a double header and the first of three for Kilkenny teams. Tullerher Ross Birkin doing battle with St. Catharines of Cork. And to bring you all the action are the incredible duo of Michael Walsh and Brendan Hennessy. Live at Crow Park. Over to you, gentlemen. Thank you very much, Shane. You're very welcome to Croke Park. The mist is falling, a bit of a fog settling in. Colin McDonald from Antrim throws in the ball. We're up and running, and Tuller in their black and amber Kilkenny style jerseys will play from left to right to the Davin end in this the opening half. And of course, St. Catherine's of Cork, they're playing in a somewhat of a Wexford colour as Tuller go on the first attack. This is Connor Hennessy. Hennessy plays the ball back outfield. A lively corner forward is Keane O'Donoghue. 15 for Tuller, sends it in, but that's gone to the right and wide. But it's good to see them on the attack straight away Michael yeah moved the ball very well as well Brendan and their inside line playing close together and then spreading out to the wings and yeah, chance alright but it, it was a poor enough wide in the end but look it's a settler now here comes St. Catherine's yeah big ball downfield from Owen Davis the goalkeeper he got it in over the 45 on the opposite end there's a fair old battle for possession but it's good play by Tuller and a free could have been awarded but Coleman O'Sullivan has it for Tuller sends it down to the full forward position balls uh, down there and outside the 20 metre line lovely bit of play from Danny Glennon he's lively he's good sends it in could be a job for Dickie Murphy we're going up upstairs no we're not the umpires is as wide Michael I think he's given a free here for a pull yeah he was playing advantage there it was a great ball in and uh, immediately Tullerhurst low ball into that full forward line that's causing uh, trouble for the St. Catherine defence and they're going to have to be careful with that because they're very very lively in there they're moving the ball fast and low and their three full forwards are actually moving everywhere brilliant play by Denon there uh, looked here as if it was actually over but the umpire gave it away but it didn't matter because it's gone back for the free yeah and the man that's taken the free is Keno Donahue he was doing a lot of practice from short range long range before the game started Tuller of Davy Walsh in goal Richard Gill Donnick O'Connor Sean Murphy in the full back line Larry Murphy Pat Hartley Cahill Mooney in the half back line with Jamie Ling and Coleman O'Sullivan the captain in the middle of the park here's the free from Donahue sends it in dissects the boss and the Tuller crowd are on their feet first score to the Kilkenny champions Marty Murphy Walter Walsh Jason Shiley here the half forward line with Danny Glennon Connor Hennessy and Keno Donahue has just stuck in that free sticks it over the bar St. Catherine's goes short Owner Reardon plays it down it's a great take in the half back line there by Pat Hartley he's back here since 2009 himself from Walter the only two men remaining on the team great take from him down into the corner as Michael says they're lively this man's lively Glenn up beautiful ball played in field here's the shot coming now over here oh it's a great start from Tullaher and Marty Murphy tammers it into the back of the net Michael beautiful run from Murphy in on the inside but what a great ball from Glennon found him on the run picked it picked the spot bang good goal brilliant goal and brilliant play by Tullerher uh, another great ball in and that, as I said that low ball in is killing Catherine's and uh, they need to steady themselves in this game already it's, it's only a few minutes old but a brilliant goal great running off the ball and Tuller completely dominant here here they come again 1-1 to no score Tuller leading after 2 minutes and 33 seconds going to control the play back to their corner back here Sean Murphy for Tuller plays it over under the 
Cusack stands side to Coleman O'Sullivan the captain long ball from Coleman trying to find a man in field which is Keane O'Donoghue O'Donoghue just missed his first touch but a, a little bit of a mistake from Liam O'Connor at corner back for St. Catharines has given the initiative back to Tuller Ross Birkin makes his way out to the 20 metre line sends it across the face of the goal oh the keeper was lucky there but in fairness Tone Davis he done well he flicked it out to Keane O'Donoghue the wing half back on the St. Catharines team he gets it to his midfielder Shane Cotter he's an experienced man Orla Cotter is a member of that family as well but the breaking ball favours Tuller and Coleman O'Sullivan is going for a big one the keeper's underneath it in the floodlights at Croke Park grabs it controls it plays it out to the 20 metre line St. Catharines go forward looking for their first score ball's cleared bit of a late hit on the full back as he came out there on a Reardon it will be a free from where the ball lands and Michael that's good refereeing because he was hit late yeah a very good call by you as well Brendan I didn't actually see that was falling deflated the ball but I was just noticing the difference in the type of ball going in that ball wasn't for the forward he wasn't going to win it in the air Tullerher playing a brilliant brand of hurling so far but uh, captains need to settle and that will settle them the goalie has done well actually in the last few balls difficult ones to deal with under the lights he dealt with them well and this should settle them now and get them off on the mark good fast lively start to the match Brendan yes indeed the free will come from Sean O'Donoghue from St. Catherine's he's there been go to man right throughout the championship here he is with the lift and there he is with the strike they ended up being Munster champions they're not Cork champions they were beaten by Aaron's own second team in Cork in the county final but they Aaron's own couldn't go on to represent Cork at the inter-provincial level St. Catherine's have and they've come here and they gathered themselves well to say we're going to give it a go they've given it a go they're in Croke Park they're moving it well now Tuller Marty Murphy who got that goal sends it downfield long range effort from Connor Hennessy second wide Tuller Ross Birkin um, I think it was Connor he done that the last time I could your lead writer yeah. just going to say to myself Connie he'd done it Wrinkle Kenny O'Loughlin's beat him in the county final but couldn't play obviously uh, because of their second team but they then came along and won uh the All-Ireland after yeah. and then the All-Ireland yeah. and, and, in Walter, no, no, he's and, just and in fairness the Catrons like that's hard to do lose a county final you're all geared up for but they knew that the second card there would be a run in the Munster Championship if they come out of it they've gone they were lucky to get out with Sligo it only beat Eski by a point but that's, that'd be Sligo's senior team Eski and they of course win the All-Ireland final last year yeah and uh, you know they've done well as you said but they're definitely playing second fiddle in the early stages of this game Tulliher completely on top uh, should be oh what a line ball what a line ball oh what a score what a score by Tuller Ross Birkin was that Keane O'Donoghue I think so yeah Keane O'Donoghue went right over to the far side it was indeed he drilled it in and just watching it on the replay on the big screen he put a bit of swerve on it as well Keane O'Donoghue sideline ball one goal and two points to Tuller one point to St. Catherine's Michael yeah brilliant score and they're, they're on fire here Brendan there's a chance of a goal if it's his man Danny Glennon oh, lays it off a little bit late Keane O'Donoghue has a chance gets the lift centre back stands goal side Ocean Fitzgerald but he turns on strikes he sends it in it's all Tuller at the moment they're doing a nice bit of work there was a beautiful ball across field again towards Donahue. the number 15 turned back outside the 13 metre line turned and dispatched with great accuracy that's a free a sideline and a point from play from Keane Donahue. Yeah. and Michael it's early days yet we do have the detail menswear man of the match and there's a 50 euro voucher for our listener who goes for the same person as Michael that's, that's a free, a free end, end. A yeah trip. that's good play but catching good game Brendan Tuller much better but catching shown they have bits and pieces in them as well but uh, Lennon on the other side although he hasn't scored has started brilliantly as well and himself and O'Donoghue are causing absolute havoc in there because Lennon has been the provider of 1-2 uh, he was fouled he set up a point from a, a, a goal and he almost set up another one there the pass just went to the wrong side of Donoghue so 
they have the advantage in there but they're getting brilliant ball in I can't stress enough their style of play is fantastic to watch and they're well on top here at the minute free into the hill 16 he's, and got, he's got it Shane o- Sean O'Donoghue two frees for St. Catharines of Cork the scoreboard now reads 1-3 to Tullahar Ross Birkin two points to St. Catharines of Cork so there's a 50 euro voucher for the detail men's where man oh, of the match ball gathered Coleman O'Sullivan really yes. doing well two against two in the full forward line Tullahar Shaw quickly for it they're lively they're nippy that's gone up into the sky but it's going to be the third wide of the afternoon Danny Glennon with the strike oh, this the time 65. Did I take a deflection? Must have had. Yeah, yeah. umpire's given a 65. I put it down as a wide. That'll be crossed off. Michael, the player that receives the man of the match today will also get a 200 euro voucher from detail. Not too bad. No, definitely not too bad. They definitely worked winning. It. <laughs> they but uh, again, Glennon Brennan, he's the, he's the out ball there the whole time and captains are going to have to have a look at that. He's winning every single ball. Now, I feel sorry for the cornerback. He probably has no chance with the type of ball yeah. that's going in. There's no protection there at all. This could, this, sorry for cutting across you. This could right. be a unique occasion. This man a score from play he scored a sideline he scored a free and, and now he's got a 65 there's yeah. only four ways you can score in a hurling match <laughs> he's <laughs> going to have them all in the first 10 <laughs> minutes it's <laughs> the only way you can score in a hurling match yeah. he scored from play a sideline cut a free now a 65 his name is Keane O'Donoghue and he, scored another he sends one. it in and the man has got four scores and I tell you one thing he has it all it's a, four, a 65 from Keane O'Donoghue of Tuller Ross Birkin Michael have a few lovely forwards yeah I know they have Brendan I've seen that in Kilkenny they're forwards and Walter hasn't even touched the ball so far no, so oh, Hartley's done and that's not Hartley that's the other Murphy these two Murphys are special yeah that's the wing half there's back. another great yeah. ball in they're that's destroying that. him with that ball here and we Lair, go now and a quick ball flicked from Lar uh, down as far as Connor Hennessy Hennessy's intercepted oh St. Catherine's corner back a little bit nervous from Limo Connor spills possession back to Connor Hennessy Hennessy centres it the Outside no. today. here's Walter Walsh now he was here more <laughs> lovely little flick from Walter has a back up he's as big as a house this man in relation to have strength and depth on the field Walter Walsh turns and Walter Walsh sticks over his first one he was here in 09 Tuller didn't win but I'll tell you one thing this will make up for today if he could win it with his club he's been here so many times before and I don't know whether many lads were here but their county and their club weren't the same colours Michael yeah that's true Brendan and again that's after coming out from a mistake again by Catherine they're after making so many mistakes but they're being literally destroyed here Coleman O'Sullivan for Tuller coming through the middle of the field Walter Walsh looks downfield sends it down to the full forward line Danny Lennon is in there this time the cornerback from the far side uh, Fiona O'Connell as well for St. Catharines as does Keane O'Donoghue their number 5 out he comes outside the D up to the 65 gets it to his centre back O'Shea Fitzgerald good ball from Catharines but it has it to be economical at the far end they've got to hang on to it they're racing on to it Brian Mulcahy a great Cork name comes across but the interception came from Larry Murphy meanwhile Tuller pick up the pieces out to come with it Richard Gill the cornerback for Tuller switches it back in field carrying outside the D one or two rash challenges there referee happy to let it go as Coleman O'Sullivan sends one down into the full forward line that's just going to run into no man's land and it'll be tidied up by Owen O'Reardon the joint captain of the St. Catherine's team they just want to be careful in there Tuller are coming at them in uh, leaps and bounds over on that far side gathered by St. Catherine's a little bit better from St. Catherine's Michael controlling yeah, a little, it a little bit, bit better they've done better here if we could get a score from play oh, they dropped it again they're making an awful mistake Brendan. Kyle Wallace knocked it over as far as his midfield partner Shane Cotter sends it downfield inches short it's gathered on the line by Davy Walsh the Tuller Ross Birkin goalkeeper he sends it back down underneath the Hogan stand but it's out off a of Tuller her man and it's going to be a sideline ball to Catherine's on the field competitive enough Tuller have the big edge one five to a point after 10 minutes yeah, it's, a big, it's, a, two, it's a big one point yeah two. I thought there were two I thought there were two actually 
They so are two points. Yeah, it should be two points on maybe the board. Maybe one of them wasn't over. Maybe it wasn't, wasn't over. Maybe it says one, so we'll have to go with that. But go with us, yeah, they're, they're uh, much the better team so far. Tuller. 1-5 to a point, it says. We've 1-5 to two, but however, that'll only... No, we can say it's two. It'll be interesting to see what it go to three. But it's gone over the bar. 13 gets it. Brian Mulcahy, a man with a great Cork name. Mulcahy, the line out with Owen Davis in goal. Fiona O'Donnell, Owen O'Rear, and Lee O'Connor in the full back line. Keane O'Donoghue, Oshin Fitzgerald. Kieran Neville at seven. Kyle Wallace and Shane Cotter in the middle of the park with William Leamy, Rory Galvin, Sean O'Donoghue at 12 in the full forward line. Mulcahy, Brian, who just got that score. Owen Condon and Matthew Mulcahy. Here come Tullaher. A big, big run from the midfielder and a big, big score from Coleman O'Sullivan and Michael if you're ever going to reply to a score in Croke Park the time to do it is straight after the opposition score yeah it's a brilliant score he's having a great year and a great game and uh, he's driving forward from the middle of the field all year long he's been excellent and uh, he got a great score there uh, really playing a captain's role they're much much better team Owen, so far Owen Davis with the puck out for St. Catherine's downfield breaking ball outside the 45 Tuller half of the park Tuller trying to come away with that ball and I think that was the wing half back Larry Murphy on that occasion sent downfield this time into the middle of the park now trying to come forward with it in fairness the Catrons are battling well in the middle there was a bit of a lunge there from their centre forward Rory Galvin but Tuller again turn it over two against two in the full forward full back line and there's a little bit of holding and jostling fair is fair but Fiona O'Connell came out did well Picked but then up, lost no. possession Tuller tried to win it back beautiful first touch under pressure from the Tuller man turning and striking that was uh, Danny Lennon but they hadn't got the the drive to send it in he was under a bit of pressure referee Colin McDonald from County Antrim let the play continue as Catron send it back downfield but that's gathered in the half back line Tuller much the better team at the moment moving across through Jamie Ling in the middle of the park referee has spotted something over here has he given a free out to Tuller or a free yeah out? it was a wild uh, a slap down on Pat Hartley there and he's calling for the sideline for attention he just got an nasty yeah and I think he's going to work with yeah. Owen Condon I think it's the guilty party yeah 14. no he's not saying anything but uh, Tuller completely on top Brendan and he, Hartley has started extremely well along with the right half back Lauren Murphy they've been strong again all year and they're continuing that today Marty Murphy has taken the long Marty has taken the long range freeze obviously uh, Keane O'Donnell who takes the shorter range but Marty got the goal earlier on in the game this, yeah. this game is brought to you proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunfiegel Kenny's number one family run estate agency supporting the home parish visit dng.ie or call 056 778 and of course Ella herself is a Tullaher native a proud lady this afternoon as Tullaher go for a long range ball through Marty Murphy and that is gone to the right and right Michael they've won six on the board also four wides won six to two points the lead by seven in Croke Park just into the 14th minute yeah they're absolutely on top all over the field they're playing brilliant hurling Catherine struggling struggling on puck outs and on their own on both puck outs uh, Tullerher so strong in the air and then they're great on the break of ball when it goes to ground but they're miles ahead at the moment and uh, you know they just need to keep this going because Catherine's are struggling and you know they need to get a few scores to try and get themselves back into this game but every time it comes up here Tullerher look as if they'll score sideline cut wasn't too good effect by Tuller on this occasion ball breaks favourably for Catherine's can to work something here pulled on by Sean O'Donoghue got one for them earlier on balls in around the house Tuller full back line working hard there's uh, for Tuller is uh, Gil Donegal Connor Sean Murphy they've dealt with it but it's not still cleared and Catrons might get a second bite of the cherry as the referee watches scrappy bit of play breaks back out towards Rory Galvin of St. Catrons he sends it into the skyline mist of Dublin and that's gone in and over the bar 
Rory Galvin, the man to get the score. They've travelled in numbers from County Cork this evening. 1-6-3, and in fairness, they've done well. A bit of scrappy defending, ball wasn't cleared. They were punished by Galvin. Yeah, physically, they don't look as strong as Tuller. Here's the big ball in the air again, grabbed by Walter Welch. And and here, we go. here he goes, he's sprinting downfield. Walter Walsh! Oh! Take that one out here in your bag! Walter Walsh with 14 and a half minutes on the clock, gathered it on the 65, ran to the 40, he controlled it as Walter picked his spot, and it was a daisy cutter. There's no daisies out there, though. It's all grass, but you know what I'm talking about. Mikey, if you're going to score a goal in winter hurling, that's the way to hit it. Yeah, well, the minute he caught the ball, he knew what was going to happen, Brendan. There was no way he was going to be stopped, and uh, at this level, he'd be way too strong, and he just went straight through, no stopping him, and buried it in the net. And, uh, I tell you one thing, if Derek Ling is worrying about Walter Walsh, he's plenty of pace. <laughs> plenty of pace. There's still room for that fellow playing County Hurling, Michael. There's yeah, a, absolutely. There's yeah. a St. Catherine's man injured. About two six to three points, 15 minutes gone. We're midway through the opening half here of the AIB All Ireland Junior Club Hurling Championship final. Tuller Ross Birkin of Kilkenny and Leinster champions, of course, against St. Catherine's of Cork, who are the Munster champions, not the Cork champions, but they're back in the final and they're here. And it is Tuller with the upper hand at the moment as the St. Catherine's man gets a little bit of treatment. Uh, when you're up against a team that's much better than you, Michael, it's hard to say what you're going to do, but you just have to do your best. And at the moment, St. Catherine's are trying their best, but they've no real answers. Have no, they? they haven't. They're, 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 they're playing second and fiddle completely here uh, Tullerher miles ahead of them and uh, you know the scoreline doesn't flatter them one bit they're, they're well in control and as I said every time they come forward here they look as if they're going to score and there's plenty of goals in them Walter played Some that point. one struck it and bounced it before it was like great score great score goalkeeper goalkeeper sends it in and over the bar yeah did you score money when you were in the goal for the Borough, Mick? <laughs> I did, yeah. Oh, that time it wasn't a fashion for keepers to score, was <laughs> no, it? No, we're going back a bit now. That far we're far. going back Walter a bit. Walter has it again. He what has. a catch. He's gone again. Here comes He's Walter. gone again. He's sprinting away. He's gone again. He's sprinting He's away. Gone. Walter. Oh, great ball. Goal chance. Oh, oh well save. saved. Well good save. It's out for a 65. <laughs> it's a 65. Owen Davis brings off the save. Walter just pulled away from everybody. Played it to the man in possession. Goalkeeper made the angle smart. Keen O'Donoghue pulled the trigger it hit off the hipper the behind of the keeper he met himself big on Davis 65 for Tuller Ross Birkin 17 minutes played Tuller with another chance of a score 2-6 to Tuller 4 points to St. Catharines the scores for Tuller have come from Keen O'Donoghue with a free a sideline a point from play a 65 the goals Walter Walsh Marty Murphy got the first one they're picking off some nice scores Coleman O'Sullivan pitched him with a nice one also from the middle of the park and here's another 65 for Tuller for the lively Keane O'Donoghue and while some fellas like to move the ball forward Keane O'Donoghue is about a half a yard outside of the 65 into the Davin end there's the lift there's the strike and that looks wide this time so now Michael he's got a free sideline a point 65 and, and a white <laughs> he has it all he has it all just needs to get a goal he nearly got a goal there as well he'll get one he'll get one yeah they look, they look as if it was goal oh, he picked it off the, oh, they're all over the place St. Catherine's are all over the shop here Yeah. Uh, they dropped it and picked it off the ground it, and, and what it's that going chap, away from them you see and yeah. it, it's just frustration there and what that chap did Keno Donahue, and I, I'm not, uh, it's not an indictment on the chap he tried to reach out and catch it with an overhand instead of yeah. putting his hand under the ball to catch it yeah. and he dropped it and here another free for Keno Donahue. Tuller of course managed by Michael Dial 
you were watching the TV you would have seen Michael on the TV TG Carr a few moments ago John Cottrell Richie Dollar Jerry McLally Tom Murphy their backroom team Dennis Walsh is the banished door of St. Catharines along with Ollie Sheen Eddie Keneally and Ty Gog Murphy here's the lift from Keen O'Donoghue sends it in no mistake this time two frees for O'Donoghue He's right up there for Tullahart since this game started. And this game is proudly brought to you by DNGL at Dunfeagle, Kenny's number one family-run estate agency, supporting the home parish. Visit dng.ie or call 56 776 Oh, my God. Oh, they're playing it back across <laughs> their own goal. And uh, four chances from six have been converted by St. Catherine's. Tullahart, Ross Burkett. They've had 18 chances, Michael. They've converted nine. Yeah, they're just absolutely flying here, uh, Brendan. They're, they really are. There's, there's goals on the radar every time, and they're very strong at the other end of the field here at the back as yeah, well. They're uh, defending very well. The teams operating at a different level here. Yeah, they have a great unit back yeah. there. Richard Gill, Donnick O'Connor, Sean Murphy, Larry Murphy, Pat Hartley, Cahill, Mooney. Here we go again. Pat, the, the big man in there. Here's oh. a brilliant run by Connor Hennessy. Still going inside the uh, 20 metre line. Hennessy takes the shot. Connor Hennessy. He's been absolutely brilliant for Tuller all year. He's now on the score sheet, the number 14. And Connor Hennessy. What they have as well, Michael, they've loads of pace, Tuller, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they have massive pace. He just left the Catherine's players were dead there. Could have laid it off to, to Keno Dunhu there again. And another bad puck out has gone astray. And look who has it. And this could be. Oh, oh. he finds a man. Walter this has it. Finds a man. Keno Dunhu sends it in. They're all over St. Catherine. Catherine's now to her. They're giving them a bit of a lesson in hurling. That's another one for O'Donoghue, but you just can't give away a possession to a fellow of Walter Walsh's calibre. Anything he's done, he's done it really well. He's scored 1-1 so far. He could have 2-1 on the board. Now Tullerher have 2-9 on the board. St. Catherine's of four points. We're into the 18th minute, Mikey. Yeah, they're absolutely straining, Brendan. Uh, there's no contest here at all at the moment. And Tullerher are just so far ahead, and it's hard to see it going any other way at the minute. William Leamy lays it off. Goes for the shot, just a little bit tame, and that's going to be their first wide of the afternoon. And here is the puck out for Davy Walsh. Who's had a relatively quiet first half because nothing has gone into his department. The Tuller Ross Birkin goalkeeper. Fine puck out right down on top of Walter Walsh. Just overshoots the runway a little bit. Tidied up by Kyle Wallace of St. Catharines. The Cork man drives it back down to the D. Ball breaks in field. Bit of holding there. There's going to be a free. Referee was playing the advantage. And uh, Tuller, to be fair, if you were in there defending yourself, Michael, they'd probably do the same. Yeah, he had to do it. He had to do it. No, he had to do it with the left corner back. Um, Sean Murray had to do that because. Uh, the 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 Mulcahy had the legs on him there and was going to go through so he pulled him back and I suppose it's the one area a couple of balls that have gone in they have looked lively enough in there but obviously not the same amount at the other end and is uh, another chance for a point here yeah which it's freezes, it get, freezes kind of keeping the minute well yeah to yeah. a degree but sure they're, they're going to be 10 points down at the same time you know they need yeah. they need something to happen pretty quickly yeah and confirmation that another score we thought was given earlier and wasn't given because the keeper's got one I don't know who's got one Rory yeah. Galvin's got one and Brian Mulcahy now it's another chance for the free taker and he's got it Sean I don't know he's got another one the number 12 so he definitely has two now so it's officially five points to St. Catharines but it's 2-9 to Tuller Ross Birkin 18 minutes played Michael yeah and <laughs> They can't win possession, Brendan. That's the bottom line. They've won this one now. Can they do anything with it? Tuller hurting and packs here. And, uh, you know, as I said, there's too much ball. Oh, look at that. So yeah. that's brilliant. That's excellent play by Tuller. That's a great and ball. And this is the ball that's killing them. This ball in and they're out in front. That ball was defended very, very well by Tuller. Catherine's have a few men back. They've got the numerical advantage at this time, but it's scrappy from them. The danger's still not averted. The danger man, Danny Glennon, has it. He's out over the line. He's, now, he's pushed. He was pushed over the line. The St. Catherine supporter is not happy. Let's watch it on the replay, Michael. 
Here he goes. There's Glennon. Wasn't a lot in it, but no. he was he was pushed. I thought it was harsh myself. A bit harsh. And he's won the free. He's causing the problems. And they're three of them are. They're all, all three in the full forward. And it's their movement, uh, their movement and the delivery of the ball coming in is what's causing the trouble. The, the Tullerher backs are playing in absolutely great ball to them. And they're moving all over the place. And they're very lively, as you said. And, and just operating at a different level. There's a different level between these teams. It was, looking back at it, it was a little bit harsh, wasn't it? Uh, definitely it was a harsh decision, yeah. It was a free in. He has a difficult angle this time, Keno Donahue. He's just outside the 20 metre line. Hogan stands side into the no devil straight as an arrow straight over the bar detail men's were a man of the match you want to pick a player who you feel is doing quite well by listening to the radio 083-306-9696 if your decision matches that of Michael Walsh you remember the chance of winning a 50 euro voucher for detail men's were high streak of Kenny put in a market Carlo will it be Marty Murphy he sends in this ball Michael giving away vital possession they have to puck out they have to uh, ball to go down the field not finding the Roman that went straight to Marty Murphy sure I would have stuck it over myself well I'm just going to say here we are another puck up and as good as Tuller are this is as poor a team as I've seen from Cork ever in Croke Park they're so poor their first touch they have no idea whatsoever with their puck outs at all Tuller are cleaning them out and they'll be savagely disappointed with this display now, yeah, they dropped it first, again. first touch is depriving them on Condon yeah. on this occasion it won't and happen he, here he tries to get, it's going to definitely be a free didn't give it that oh, time he was going, <laughs> do you know, he was going to he was, yeah, dead right. he was going to give it and he didn't give it over to the far side just uh, they're not in a great place in the moment. Oh, just a shoulder and a half. That looks. Yeah. We'll have to see it from here. I think he's given it. He's given it free. I think. But yeah, it was a number ten got onto it. William yeah. Lee. Wasn't a lot in it no, either. I don't think there was either. It was a bit, of a, bit of a done from Carl. Yeah, yeah. But Carl Mooney's a fairly hefty fella as well. But he got fog has come down a bit, Brent. Yeah, the fog is coming down. Let's see. Uh, Let's see I think it. it's a mist more so on the fog. Yeah, not is, too yeah. far from the. Yeah. Not too far from the sea here, Michael. That's right. Yeah. But uh, Colin McDonald of Antrim is our referee here today. His umpire is Colin Cunning of Antrim. Of course, Colin is a noted referee. He's also the standby referee, the linesman, and Tarla Conway of Derry. Sideline officials: Matthew Farrell of Ross Common, and uh, score umpires: Charlie Hemsworth, Joe McGurk, Mark McDonald. Paul Burns all great Antrim hurling men and the second game tonight which we will bring you the All-Ireland GA hurling intermediate at 7 Castle Lines of Cork versus Thomastown Michael Kennedy of Tipperary will referee that one as I said at Sean O'Donoghue who sends in another uh, free the goalkeeper again oh, was the keeper? Yeah. That was Michael Owen Davis come yeah. on Michael that's why I bring you <laughs> Owen Davis 2 for Owen Davis 2 for Sean O'Donoghue a point for Rory Galvin a point for here Brian McGuire again. here come Tuller through the middle to come they're getting space everyone watch the ball no one watch the man coming through the middle and you should always watch the fella coming through the middle because the man that came through was Jason Shiley he sent all, all five of the six forwards have scored now all and, from and, play. and Glennon has contributed to two but there's another puck out gone look Glennon raced on another puck out they're, oh, they're killing themselves with they the got each other's way. yeah they're killing they're absolutely being destroyed on them 2-12 to 6 points Conor Hennessy lays it off to Walter Walter Walsh plays it against the ground Walter Walsh into the 20 metre line Walter Walsh sends it in and Walter Walsh sticks it in and over the bar 1-2 for Wally he's got it the teacher from good counsel in Euros there he goes sprinting forward plenty of pace top class hurdler loads of All-Irelands loads of Leinster titles he'd love a club All-Ireland with Tuller Ross Birkin he could have been a top class rugby player as well he'd all the ingredients to be a top class rugby player Larry Canavan Leinster coach Tommy one of the best out halves at underage level in Leinster he was and Michael when you look at him the way he runs and he's, he's built uh, no one could doubt that either could they? No they couldn't certainly not no he's, he's, he's some pace about him for a big man there's no question about that Still bundles of ability hasn't he? Yeah Bundles of it Here is another free for the goalkeeper 
Owen Davis of St. Catharines of Cork bang in the middle of the park a little bit right of centre hitting it into the till 16 and 2.13 to Tullaher six points to Catherine's. he hits this one quite well is it accurate? the umpire says yes it is that's his third free and credit to the goalkeeper Owen Davis Mickey Walsh is a goalkeeper's man of course tells me he never scored I think he did but anyway another one for the keeper Michael keep uh, him in touch it's very accurate in fairness to him but it's, it's just uh, they're only talking consolation scores even at this stage Hennessy they're in get... awful trouble they need goals and they need one or two just even settle them to make some sort of a game over, but they're in awful trouble here at the back Hennessy, and, Hennessy uh, went back out in the middle to win that possession here's the wing half back Keno Donahue trying to play it short to Shane Cotter Shane is bottled up he done well under pressure to be fair but he was put under pressure by the Tullaher midfield and now Catron's come forward created a chance for themselves but really no penetration in the final third however Tuller have given away possession oh too easily straight out to Kyle Wallace sends it back in with interest sticks it over the bar that's really the first mistake Tuller have made yes they're dead right Brendan yeah and uh, two scores in a row for the Cork team St. Catherine's they probably need four or five in a row just to get themselves some sort of confidence levels going but watch this puck out now Walter 27 minutes oh my gone. god what a catch <laughs> he gets a free as well <laughs> he got the free as well there was an advantage yeah. being because Walter was being held Oshin Fitzgerald just some hasn't catch. got the, the physicality watch. to hang on to him look at that makes a difference yeah, fellow. he's just too strong for him Brendan yeah, and there's no fault on, on anybody for that he's but the experience he brings to this level is unbelievable yeah, it is, yeah. he's miles ahead uh, you know everything about him is, is he's reading the game he's used to the ball he knows when to go when to lay it off and he's just having a huge influence on the game which, he, you, would, which you would only expect from he, a man his calibre he teaches about 6 or 7 of the lads and there's That's about 700 fellas that are past pupils yeah. I think he's about 6 leaving certs out there <laughs> from good counsel now I don't think Pat Hartley's a leaving cert but anyway no he certainly <laughs> isn't anyway <laughs> Hey, well anyway it's another 65 Keno Donahue he's had some first half unreal who's right up there so far for detail men's oh, well, you're after, we're after mentioning the That's two that, you know you, you have to, himself. Yeah, and it's Marty Murphy Danny Denon have done very well as well but uh, if you're talking about exceptional these two have been absolutely exceptional. That's another one for Keno Donahue. In it goes over the bar. Four frees. Two from play. A sideline cutting a 65. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Had to count that. Can't control the puck out again. Lost it again. Yeah, and back in it comes. It's a great ball, but there's no one there this time. Back in it comes. Oh, they lost it. Glennon has it. Cornerback missed it. Glennon races on. Has he got a stick? He's no stick. Oh, he has it. He's no stick. So Hennessy has it now. Connor. Was he foul? The referee says no. You don't get a free in Antrim for a challenge like that. You won't get it in Croke Park. Free out to Catron's. I think that was a bit of a sympathy vote, Mickey. I think you're right, Brendan. Keno Donahue will get the free out. <laughs> well, Kellen with no hurl did very well there. But well, uh, Catron's are having a nightmare. Uh, I'm sure they're better than this. They be. Their first touch is killing them. Uh, the cornerback completely in control there, lost the ball, and they've made huge amount of mistakes because of the pressure they've been put under, number one. But uh, Tuller are, are just cleaning them out. And here yeah, we go. There again. you go again. Final third again, just giving away possession. Not so Sweet. easily. Catherine's battled back through Kyle Wallace. He's been one of the go-to men in the first yeah, half. Yeah, he has. He's not so bad. There's a great ball into the centre. Now, they've got to get something here. They have the ball. Tuller have got men goal side, though, and it's good marking. The strike came from the number 11, but he just couldn't stick it over the bar. Rory Galvin stuck one over earlier. Tuller, goalkeeper, Davey was done well. Plays it out to the half-back line. They've done everything right. Was a bit of a late hit there, and in fairness, Davey ran straight into the full forward of Owen Condon. I think it was 6-1 half, was the other, but the full forward has come out of that fairly bad, He Michael. has, yeah, yeah. With head injury. Ooh. Was that Pat Hartley came with that? Or, no, or Larry Murphy? Uh, Larry right, Murphy. Yeah. 
And they're only young fellas. Uh, Laura Murphy and, my, and Marty, they're under 19. They're only young fellas, but they're so well built. They're huge men. That's going to be uh, the referee stopping play. Michael, we're heading for added time. It's uh, half past five exactly. We're into added time. Two minutes of added time. But all in all, I think when Tuller went to that dressing room, Michael died. They just say, Michael, or Michael, I say, lads, just, just keep it going. Uh, that's all they have to do keep just keep it going. it going keep tapping over the points you don't even have to go here and uh, you know it's a long long way back from captains and uh, Tullerher as I said are well on top they look to be at a different level our good friend in Galway Bay FM Sean Walsh has a great theory you look to the Kilkenny Championship at senior you look to intermediate technically Thomas Towner in the intermediate final next we'll use them as, as the example so there's what's it 12 senior teams in Kilkenny yeah. so they're the 13th senior team as intermediate champions now they are senior yeah. so you go down to Galway and you have whatever the amount of club teams in Galway or Cork you could have the 24 team yeah, playing the 13 yeah, exactly. and that's why that's where the difference is isn't it yeah that's it that's exactly that's, it that's really yeah. it yeah that's really it. some people can't understand that but that's realistically it it's it's the level at which they're playing the Kenny Championship is really constructed very very well in relation for this competition as well and it wasn't designed it was always that way you got the senior league the intermediate the junior and then you go into the championship and everybody gets a right few matches in preparation that's why if you look to the stats of the IB club championships in 1970 Kilkenny teams have been there and thereabouts right throughout the years as Cullerher go forward again one uh, two fourteen to Tullerher eight points to St. Catharines two minutes are just about up here in Croke Park the half time whistle come can St. Catharines get a score before half time Sean O'Donoghue sends it downfield couldn't find his man again final third they're working hard to try and keep onto it but the Tullerher back three have been excellent Gail O'Connor and Sean Murphy for anything they've had to do they've tidied it up again it's back across the half back line they'll move it swiftly and shortly across towards Larry Murphy cuts back over caught high oh the referee gives a free in steps. said he took too many steps yeah. and in the meantime he nearly was decapitated <laughs> I'd say he was just I, watch the steps one two three, four, three, four five, five six, six. Oh, he was right yeah. he did he was right well, just before he took the ninth <laughs> one the head, the head was nearly <laughs> taken off <Come> on, <laughs> but uh, Larry Murphy who's uh, it's a free in for Sean O'Donoghue Beyond the nine points, Catherine's, and we didn't think they'd score that the way they were playing, Michael. Yeah, no, look at they've been game as much game, as they yeah. can be, but you know, they've got off to an awful start. And I said, I said to you, coming up here is not easy well. anyway. They got that, yeah. Not easy. That's a four for him. 2.14 to Tuller, nine points to St. Catherine's. The half time whistle is about to come. The referee calls Davy Walsh to Tuller, goalkeeper, for the ball. Half time here in Croke Park. Tuller are on the way to an AIP junior title. More of the same in the second half from Michael Dyle's men should get it to them there. And I hope Ella don't you're cheering down there now because this game has been brought to you by DNG Ella Dunfica Kenny's number one family run estate entry Michael 2-14 is a massive scoreline let it be junior intermediate or senior club or inter-county 20 points in the opening half to 9 it's an 11 point lead yeah and it's, it's fully deserved Brendan they've been as I said on a different level to Catrons Catrons have come up and played very nervously and uh, Tuller have come up and just played as they've played all year and uh, they're just too strong for them all over the field obviously the influence of Walter Welch is massive and uh, you know, inside him, the three full forwards are so dangerous. Keno Dunne who's having a savage game altogether, but the, the other two are so dangerous as well. And they're just at a different level. They're, they're just playing at a different level. They're, they're not making any mistakes, bar one for a point. Whereas, uh, unfortunately, Catchers have given away so much from their own puckouts. Tuller are uh, just too strong for them at the minute, and it's going to take. It's a long road back for them now at this stage, St Catchers. But as you said, Tuller just need to keep themselves tipping away, keep tipping over the points, and uh, they'll, they'll be there. Okay, in relation. 
relation to the man of the match, Michael, you mentioned Walter, you mentioned Keane, Marty Murphy, I think. Uh, Pat Hartley, Larry Murphy, was it? Or am I missing someone? Yeah, well, Walter. Coleman O'Sullivan yeah, as well? Yeah, Walter Walsh and uh, Keane O'Donnell, who would be the two leading contenders at the moment. But okay. they have, they've had very good performances all over the field, really, you know. But those two have been standout. OK, well, Castle Lines are out for a walk at half-time here. At half-time, I'm sure Thomas Tone are not too far away. They'll do it, they'll do it all in the IB Intermediate Club final at 7 o'clock. But for a game that started at 5, between Tullerher, Ross Birkin of Kilkenny and St. Catherine's of Cork, Tullerher are in front here in a big way. 2.14 to Tullerher, Ross Birkin, 9 points to St. Catherine's. We'll get the drop of soup in Croke Park. We'll hand back to the Marble City Studio 1 to Shane and Robbie. And we'll be back with all the second half action in about 10 minutes' time. KCLR Live Sport The AIB All-Ireland Junior Club Hurling Championship Final St. Catharines versus Tullerher Ross Birkin Proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunphy Kilkenny's number one family-run estate agency Supporting the home parish Visit dng.ie or call 056 how are you now? It's half time in the AIBGA All Ireland Club Junior Final. Tullerher Ross Birkin 2-14 to St. Catharines 9 points. An 11 point gap between the two sides. Absolutely one way traffic. The two goals coming in the form of Marty Murphy after two minutes and then Walter Walsh. Well, what, did it, what was it? A, dandel, a daffodil splitter? Uh, was that a euphemism? Da- uh, daisy cutter. Daisy cutter. Daisy cutter. And it was a daisy cutter I have to say Shane but yeah ah, as you rightfully I wouldn't say that yet because there's only four pucks of a ball in it but um, no in all seriousness I think it's borderline but I wouldn't say it yet because I think if if they do come out and get a goal maybe tap on a point or two then you're talking about there being a game but I mean you're talking hypotheticals here it just doesn't look likely to happen at all St. Catherine's haven't been at the pace of it as Michael has been saying on commentary consistently Tuller on the other hand looked like a team that played in umpteen All-Ireland Finals Uh, the experience the youth the speed of their forward line the physicality of their back line all of it that we've seen throughout the last six months has really come to the fore again and um, it's very very strong side I have to say Tuller Ross Burke and I know maybe a lot of the talk has been about how convincing Thomastown victories have been in the lead up to their final later this evening but Tuller Ross Burke and that performance there in an all earned final you know however much better you are or superior you are to the team you're playing to be kind of on top like that and to get the goals they did particularly that Walter Walsh goal it was just a, a man mountain running that pace and there was no stopping them and I just think they look way too strong for them the only way is anything crazy can happen here is if a ball lands in the back of the net in the first 5-10 minutes and uh, St. Catherine's as I said get 3-4 points unanswered and somehow make this a two score game very very quickly but the likelihood of that happening they're doing very well to be 11 points off so as I said the likelihood of that happening slim to nothing and it is looking like Tuller Ross Burkin will come out on top but I, I wouldn't just say all over yet all but though it seems like yeah it, it really does I don't know it kind of takes a bit of the sting out of it and not that I'm asking for a big St. Catherine's comeback as well but you know from a, just a, being a pure yeah, from a neutral Spectacle. perspective yeah you'd want to you want to, to go the whole way and then Tuller get the last point win by a point obviously that's well, the idea Lockings have done it numerous they times, have so. yeah and they kept us on our toes and we remember Ballyel Shamrocks over the years and stuff like that but look as Brendan and Michael said on commentary and rightfully so at these grades it has to be said that Kenny teams are just so so strong and uh, they actually outlined very um rational reasons for that so I think it's looking like it's going to be a one-sided second half as well Shane but who knows maybe St. Catherine's can come back into it level it up and then as we said Tuller get that last point hopefully and you still have a chance as well to win something not only Tuller Ross Birkin 
Detail Menswear, Potato Market Carlo and High Street Kilkenny, the official Man of the Match sponsor for the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League and Championship and Carlo Senior Football Championship on KCLR. Yes, a 50 euro voucher could be going to your way if you correctly predict what Michael Walsh is going to say as man of the match and if your choice matches that of Michael you will be entered into a draw to win a 50 euro voucher with thanks to Detail Menswear Kilkenny so to enter just text your man of the match during the game to 083 306 9696 lots of uh, names co- coming in Larry Holden from Thomastown is picking Walter Walsh uh, Keno Donahue, another Walter Walsh one in there and uh, lots of names just floating in but mainly it's Walter Walsh <laughs> yeah Walter Walsh absolutely flying it but I have to say as Michael said as well that Kino Danu having a really really good game on free taking duties and from play as well uh, messages uh, coming in as well hi Shane and Robbie great show as usual I would like to wish Tolliher and Thomas down the very best of luck this evening he's tuning in to KCLR and looking forward to all the commentary and he's tuning in from Warsaw so thanks very much Michael oh, brilliant. you might be able to get a chance of winning that 50 euro voucher it's all with thanks to Detail Menswear Potato Market Carlo and High Street Kilkenny the official man of the match sponsor for KCLR and uh, they, they've been so nice we have messages coming in from France we have messages uh, coming in from all over the world and we do want to say a big shout out to those people that are listening over in British Columbia remember that? Mm. British Columbia over in Canada that, that's how you pronounce it right? E- no no well it's uh, it's uh, Keen Kelly from Thomastown Mike and all the staff and customers in Cassette Calf Bar and Restaurant on Salt Spring Island in British Columbia Canada who will be tuned in over breakfast for the Thomastown match so we give them a big shout out they're no doubt going to be listening into the Tullerher Ross Birkin game as well while they're eating their pancakes yeah, I wouldn't eat pancakes for breakfast but sure. that's, a, that's an awful generalisation Shane like sure they have pancakes pancakes in Canada yeah maple syrup on uh, it yeah, I know that that's the currency over the there ma- the maple leaf but the currency here is hurling what can very good. That, was, that was very good was it yeah it was very good thanks very much that was very good do you want to give me a fist bump no Okay, no, no, move it on. Move it on. Touching hands. Don't dwell on past successes, Shane. However, okay, recent old successes may have been. Juicy boys. My God, my God. Saint Catherine's. I'm asking you, what can they do to get back into the game? Do they have to come Uh, out all all guns blazing? Go into that dressing room at half time, say a prayer, and hope to God something happens. Because I just don't see how they have the hurling capabilities of doing it. To be quite frank with you, Um, they've. Nah, I, I just uh, they have to score a goal. That's what they have to do. As I said a couple of times there, there. I mean, we, we've been watching the game with the commentary. Uh, obviously, I mean, they look so far off the pace. It's actually a bit frightening to be honest with you. So, I think. Um, yeah as I said say a prayer or something because they look well off and just looking at the stats here I think they've only had 14 shots so they had kind of their conversion rate isn't too bad only 5 wides um, you know but you look at Tuller I mean they've had 25 shots 16 on target so like that would tell you that they are absolutely flying it really um, and they're winning all the puck outs they're so much more physical than them they're faster they look a lot fitter technically they're better I mean in every single facet that you can think about Tuller or Ross Burke can look better the only thing the St. Catherine's can do as I said come out as fast as you can give absolutely everything for the first 10 minutes but even to do that Shane they'll probably blow out and have nothing left in the tank for the last 20 so it just seems like they're at a 
into nothing but again it's only because it's sports you never know but it is a bit of a cliche I suppose yeah well I see the players are back running out onto the pitch we're going to see if uh, Brendan Hennessy and Michael Walsh are ready for the second half gentlemen are you there? yeah I'm here Shane we just had to get a drop of soup we're not in a warm <laughs> studio like you we're on floor 7 of the Hogan stand and uh, it's 4 degrees but it feels like minus 4 up here it's not a great winter stadium but the teams are back out on the field and as you know it's a 2-14 to 9 point lead for Tuller Ross Birkin they've been value for money there's a fine crowd in as well but we're just talking there at half time about the times of the games and I think television dictates the times of uh, the IB Junior and Intermediate because it's uh, so busy with uh, Irish teams involved in Investec Champions Cup as well today but 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock people are saying would have been the right time because again the Cork people are home tonight after the Thomastown match if you left for a Cork and waited for a presentation it would probably hit parts of Cork at uh, 1 o'clock in the morning which is not uh, really ideal but however it is what it is and Tuller Ross Birkin they won't care what time to get home and if they win this one here in Croke Park Michael is back on harness the ball is in the game is on Tuller are playing to the hill 16 end at the start of the second half we said more of the same Michael they're starting already here yeah. goes Jason Giley don't feel he sent it didn't uh, work out too well for them just changes on the field so we get them for you in a moment 4, 10 and 7 are gone off to Catron's team yeah there are three changes but uh, you know and I'm not being disrespectful here at this level it's hard to see uh, you know so, too many subs having an impact uh, you know but they've made the changes they had to do something to be fair to yeah, them 18 is one of the lads I'd say they'll be taken aback by you know but Tullerher are a serious serious team they're they're just playing exceptionally well and they are an exceptionally good team as well yeah and Tullerher delighted now they're back up intermediate in Kilkenny as well which we all know the referee is going to give a free out and they'll be very comfortable at that level they look they look a level above uh, anyone they've played in this championship so far I thought today it might be a bit closer but I certainly would have they weren't really tested all year were they no but they're a very very good team here they are again no having said that this is the poorest Cork team I've seen at this level here's Walter he's gone the right corner forward for the second half takes on the full back Another oh no Rearn that's oh, wide this time Walter sends it wide that five wides in the first half Tuller. that's their first wide in the second half yeah it was out alright and here's the St. Catherine's goalkeeper oh, plays it wide outfield oh, towards a free. Yeah. Kyle Wallace and it, was he fouled? yeah he was yeah no it was a definite free uh, it was a very poor puck out again the yeah. goalie is coming but he hadn't he's controlled letting down a bit and uh, Keen O'Donoghue gave away the free the puck outs of both sides have killed um, uh, St. Catherine's their own puck outs have absolutely nailed them all together Tuller have turned them over I'd love to see the stats on that one because they've turned them over so many times this fella's been brilliant on the freeze in fairness to him yeah this is a long range one from as well his name is Owen Davis he's the St. Catherine's goalkeeper he's a few metres outside the 45 he's a metre in from the sideline on the Hogan stand side and he's hitting it towards the Davin end for all their listeners when Mickey Welch played here it was the canal end here's the uh, ball downfield dangerous ball goal chance Catron's good defending Wait. into the side netting Tuller defended it well they're looking for a 65 but Rory Galvin is not getting a 65 it's a wide ball had the two wides in the first half or one no one that's only that's their one second one. So that's yeah. just going well sorry they would have had because we thought a three was yeah. over so there would have been two wides yeah. yeah so it's three altogether. 2-14 to 9 points have made three changes out goal Liam O'Connor Kieran Neville and William Leamy of the St. Catherine's team Tuller don't need to make changes oh my changes. god he's given it the other he made a mistake there. he was yeah he just yeah, made, he made a, a mistake, mistake. Yeah. here comes uh, Oshin Fitzgerald 
Ireland. That's no, coming back for a free. He just, he just pointed the wrong way. That's yeah. Well, it's, on, it's after half time. I often done the same myself, Mickey, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to do. It's easy to do, yeah. It's certainly easy to do. It's going to be a free this time from the 65 and his own half of the park, and Owen Davis comes Coming forward again. again. Yeah. Tuller haven't got a chance in the second half, but half time score 214, a total of 20 points to Tuller, Ross Birkin, 9 points to St. Catherine's, and now with the clock uh, telling us uh, we have three minutes played in the second half that it's a free for the goalkeeper he's entitled to get time to tie his lace that's exactly what he's doing so they just have to come up and compete at their best try and get a few scores on the board keep yeah, tipping away but yeah now you said try and get the scoreboard ticking over try and make it a bit respectable it, and see. it's hard to see a purple patch coming for them that is it? no there's no evidence that that will happen so far absolutely none they've been tied up completely that was their first kind of a half a goal chance it wasn't even a half chance well, he's going to the freeze, but I think he's 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 left that one out. Oh, he's, got oh, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Four. <laughs> yeah, four scores for the goalkeeper. Yeah. They probably need a goal and maybe a couple of just to, you know, they, obviously there's a small crowd here, there's no atmosphere as such really because it's such a, a, a lopsided game. But here they come again. Here comes this the goal. Brian actually. Mulcahy scored in the first half, sends it across towards the Cusick stand, heading towards the Davin, going for a long range effort here. That's a wasted opportunity. And he's just trying to put in around the business end, but that's uh, easy pickings for Davy Walsh, like throwing biscuits to a bear. Now Davy's poke out was poor, and there's one thing Tuller can't do, just don't become complacent, Michael. Yeah, well, you're dead right Brendan it's, it's probably difficult not to but you know, they're just Catrons are trying to break down they the defence again not, they're not finding it hard they're a very small team compared to Tulliver as well Owen Condon flick, free. flicked yep. along the ground man that has the ball is Gerard O'Brien wearing number 20 and we've been looked after very well in the press box here by Porrick and Mayo Man gives Michael and I the VIP treatment every time and the legendary John Mulrooney he's not here today because John is on duty tomorrow he's just been in London he's tuned to KCLR he's on the way from the airport from home from the airport so he's hoping the lads are looking after us we've got lovely soup at half time of course the football, news. the football is here tomorrow John will be here top man it's a handy ticket to the Garrett Brooks concerts too isn't it John Mulrooney's here all the time at the concerts as well Mike handy old ticket grand one yeah <laughs> good evening John happy new year well he's here on the tough days and the good days he so he probably indeed. deserves that to he be deserved a trip to London yeah. this weekend yeah. Yeah. he certainly did the Corkmen deserve a score here Sean O'Donoghue scored three in the first half he actually scored four goalkeeper scored for that's gone very high is it accurate no. Oh, it's a bad miss. That's a bad miss. You have to get that, Mikey, in Croke Park. Yeah. That's terrible, Brendan. That's very, very poor. Uh, you know, a little, another point would have just given a small bit of momentum. Uh, they've started the second half right well, in fairness to them, but uh, that sort of thing just, just kills you. Certainly would kill you. That ball has gone to the right and wide. Tuller ball come down field. Second half hasn't really got going, has it? Ah, no, there's, there's too much of a gap. Uh, Brendan, the, the place is dead. It's, it's, it's a small crowd here anyway because of the size of it, but it's completely dead. I think, you know, that's what I'm saying. If, if the captains could get a goal or something, they might lift it a bit, but Tuller are completely in control, although they haven't started the second half well, albeit. Five wides to four in total. And here's another one, Brendan. At the moment, there's oh, a big oh, ball across field. As soon as I say that, there's a wide registered. Six wides, Tuller, Ross Birkin, but they do lead by 214 to 10 points at half time it was 2.14 to 9 points now will they get a 20 point ratio on the second half well it started with a plum in the first half goals through Marty Murphy Walter Walsh 2 points from Walter 1 from Marty Murphy Jason Shiley with a score 2 
man that was on fire was the corner forward Keane O'Donoghue four frees the sideline two from playing a 65 balls out over the line sideline ball Coleman O'Sullivan the captain of Tuller Rossburg and is going to leave it for the veteran Pat Hartley Pat places it on the 65 Tuller half of the park right underneath the Hogan stand there's a big crowd from Tuller down there there's a fine crowd from St. Catherine's also in the Mallow area of County Cork of course Castle Lions will be up next they're actually neighbouring parishes and uh, Castle Lions will be up against Thomastown and as far as the crow flies Tuller and Thomastown not too far apart either well, pockets of hurling coming to fruition again in Croke Park and Catrons as bad as things are for them they're giving it a go but there we are again just a basic basic mistake by Owen Wallace one of the first half-time substitutes won the ball came out with the ball and when he was in open country he dropped the ball and you just can't do that no Michael. no they're a very poor team Brendan I have to be fair about it um, oh. Just Glennon now again, he's bottled Defending up there. Defending the numbers are bottling up the forwards. Back across field goes. Nice stick, man. Uh, that's uh, Shane Cotter. Yeah. Shane has plenty of. He's the brother of uh, Orla. Oh, very good. Yeah, here's yeah. the ball outfield. Yeah. Keane O'Donoghue for St. Catherine. Loads of space. Goes for an absolute belter. Well, out some the field. score. Oh, give the chap credit <laughs> where credit is due. Keane O'Donoghue, the wing half back. And Michael, that in itself deserves a big round of applause. Yeah, it was a fantastic score because he couldn't catch it again and he had to hit it off and he hit it some strike. Uh, brilliant score. It's certainly a powerful score. Best score of the game from St. Catherine's point of view. The wing half back, Keane O'Donoghue. He was just inside the 65, couldn't catch it the third time. You heard Michael saying, don't catch it again. Up he got it, bang, and she goes over the bar. Davin and Tuller are trying to make a reply here. 214 to 11. Catron's trying to tidy it up in the corner back position pressure coming on there from the lively Danny Glennon Danny Glennon places across all the way towards Davy Walsh Davy Walsh uh, that wasn't Davy Walsh I should say Owen Davis I should say Owen Davis the goalkeeper downfield it goes he Tuller left half back Cahill Mooney in possession at the moment now going looking for this Coleman O'Sullivan didn't come out with it but St. Catherine's supporters feel there might be something in the Michael to be fair to them as bad as they are they're fighting for everything they are oh he's giving the free to Tuller there free, yeah. free to Tuller they're playing into the canal end or the Hill 16 end and this is the second half a jersey there yeah, yeah there was, yeah. free yeah. will come from Pat Hartley there's a little bit of a dunt there from the number 20 as well Linesman stepped in on the far side so free for Tuller Pat Hartley will take it inside his own 65 4 or 5 metres from the sideline Hogan stands side looks downfield it's everyone man to man marking at the moment here's Hartley struck it as sweet as a nut drives it over towards the right corner forward position in that hill 16 area flicked forward by Keane O'Donoghue trying to keep possession flicked back in by Danny Glennon across the face of the goal it goes chance coming here from Conor Hennessy Hennessy lets fly first score for Tuller in the second half goes to Conor Hennessy good score good move fast not hanging around 2.15 to 11 Tuller lead yeah good score as well you know they use the ball into space again and then uh, you know this full forward line is lately so there's the first touch letting uh, captains down in the minute they drop the ball there's a free out there Tuller on them really strongly and they're not getting time on the ball so yeah and he had time when he dropped it, it yeah he did and the trouble is you see they're letting that first ball drop and uh I suppose they mightn't have well they definitely haven't faced the team of the calibre of Tullerher and they're hitting them you know they're in on them straight away once they make the mistake and they turn over ball and they've got so many scores from that here's Owen Davis centres it across field running on to it is Sean O'Donoghue 
Makes space from 7 to 6. Nice ball. Intelligent now. Well, Can Shane Cotter oh, get the score? Yeah. Gerrard dropped it. I think you mentioned physicality. I think, I think in fairness to him, the ball was just that bit high for him. Uh, but Tuller out they come. Out they come with the ball. Good run. Lara Murphy, is it? Yeah. Lara Murphy sprints all the way against Spoon style down to the 45. How was it a free out? I don't know. No, he's, he's, he's pointing it the wrong direction, I, I, I think, is he? He's giving it to Tuller, I think. Yeah. It was a good run by... Lara Murphy yeah uh, he was fouled early on he, he couldn't was, have been a free he was anyway. chased by Owen Condon yeah but to me yeah no he's had to work with word with the captain's player he's been to play back I think there's a change coming on the Tuller team 19 is coming in for Tuller that's Michael Hendrick and Michael is coming in for number 12 Jason Shiley so 12 is off 19 is in for the second half Referee is having a word with Brian Mulcahy, and it's a yellow card for Brian Mulcahy. St. Catherine's corner forward. So it's a long range free. This time it's uh, Marty Murphy to take it. He's between the 65 and the 45. He's on half of the park. 2.15 to Tuller Ross Birkin. 11 points to St. Catherine's. Here's the lift. Referee has told them all before the game. Wait for the whistle. They've waited for the whistle. There's the strike. It's travelling in the Dublin misty sky. In around the house it goes. Broken down by Keno Donahue. Handled on the ground. Referee says free out. Free out to St. Catherine's. They're competing much better in the second half, Catherine's Michael, but they're struggling to get scores. Yeah, they are, but uh, obviously they're you know they're ten points down and or eleven, whatever it is, and uh, you know it's a long, long, long way back. They don't they don't like, look like penetrating this taller defence they're on the attack here now but what can they do they're too light anyway they are a bit light yeah they're too light oh look at that brilliant play Leinster brilliant lead. play by the sub Leinster lead 7 points in it against Stade Francais across the city in the Aviva Stadium James Lowe with the try converted by Kieran oh, oh, here. here's a chance Tullaher there's the chance gone in got over the bar from a tight angle there'll be no holding back Tullaher now and they're no up and running six, in the second half now all 6 have scored from play plus one of the midfielders so really good return from everybody Danny Glennon he's got the score but Michael it might be his first score but he's put in some shift oh he has oh god he's he, he caused fierce trouble at the start of the game Brendan he's made a 2-16 to Tullaher 11 points to St. Catharines ball in the middle of the park St. Catharines man but no stick however it's with Sean O'Donoghue now Shane Cotter was the man but no stick Catherine's come out they've worked it well final third again now there's a high ball it's a bit of a hit and hope ball down does Matthew Mulcahy first touches to be vital he has it Mulcahy plays it back in field to his centre forward Rory Galvin scored in the first half tried to take on the Tuller defence not an easy thing to do he's backtracked ball goes back out towards the 65 Owen Condon is out there he took a bit of a dunt now don't think there was much in it but I think Coleman O'Sullivan is going to be penalised Michael I'm not sure he is I think he's stopping it for oh it was a bit high there he's talking to the linesman he did get him around the head area he caught him yeah, yeah he, done he definitely caught him no malice in it I but don't it, think so but he definitely caught him yeah he's feeling it on the side now yeah, he's going he to the linesman he definitely caught him there yeah. he's not going to do anything with it though here it is again look oh he definitely did yeah he caught him already we've it's the definitely ben- a foul anyway yeah we've the benefit of the replay the referee yeah, hasn't got you know, that but his linesman wasn't far away from it. There was a bit of force in it. Yeah, he's not, he, he knows it. He knows it was yeah, no malice yeah, in exactly it. Exactly. Uh, so he's just giving the free in, I'd say. Be harsh to see if I go in either direction for that, but 
O'Sullivan has been good for Tuller as well. This game brought to you today by, and proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunphy, Kilkenny's number one family run estate agency, supporting the home parish, of course. Visit dng.ie or call 056 7786000. Ella Dunphy, a Tuller native has to be happy now with the man receiving attention is Owen Condon at half time if you just joined us Tuller Ross Birkin led by 2.14 to 9 the goals coming through Marty Murphy and Walter Walsh it's now 2.16 2.11 so two points apiece for each team in the second half Tuller scores coming through Danny Glennon he met it all forwards on the score sheet Conor Hennessy got the second of the second half but a I'd, I, I, I'd say it's an indirect free he wasn't even given a free it is it is indirect yeah. Yeah. yeah I told you he didn't very rarely see them but that's one and here come Catron just couldn't hang on to the ball yeah, again Brian Mulcahy no headway here at all against the Tullerher backs yeah, it's not a great second half is it it's desperate poor yeah desperate poor out come Tullerher outside the D downfield it goes Marty Murphy he's held his own in this game lays it off to Danny Glennon very fast Danny oh that's a great strike if it's over that's a great score Danny Glennon white. white ball white ball three whites Tuller in the second half don't forget your detailed menswear man of the match 083-306-9696 50 euro voucher up for grabs the St. Catherine's throw in another man Kevin Barry is in wearing number 21 21 for number 15 Matthew Mulcahy well to be fair Michael they have 30 of a panel as have Tuller Ross Birkin so these lads have put it in on Monday nights Wednesday nights Friday nights Tuesday nights Thursday nights the whole shebang change being made but difficult to come onto a field to play when your team is trailing by 216 to 11 points that is yeah and uh, you know it's good strike there but it's red ball in around the house got to win it though Catron's yeah, and he just knows he's a yeah. great man to anticipate yeah, where the sure, ball is going to sure drop. Is, yeah, yeah. And that falls down towards Jamie Ling. Jamie down to the middle. Here comes the strong, tall figure of Marty Murphy. Oh, oh, Walter. Oh, oh. Danger here. <laughs> Danger here. Walter. Bang. Over the bar. Walter Walsh. Walter Walsh. And I tell you, if he gets a detail, men's were a man of the match, it'll be an extra large suit with the voucher. He's a big man. He's a fine athlete and he's ah, so he's mad to well finish. Dressed. He's very well dressed. 1-3. 1-3. Walter steps up to the plate no other, again. No other outcome there. Good ball by Marty Murphy and Walter finished it beautifully. OK. Well, he's still in the reckoning with you, Michael, oh, along is, with yeah. Keno Donahue. Yeah, and you know, there's, the two of them had been quite up to that in the second half, but yeah, they've... And there's certainly. excellent cornerback play uh, as yeah, well. And Hartley is there all the time uh, as well. He's, he's always up there and he's up there again today. Yeah, that was, that was good cornerback play. Two cornerbacks, Richard Gill and Sean Murphy, doing really, really well. Here comes St. Catherine's. They're giving it a go, but they have been playing second fiddle, says the off. This is a good Tuller Ross Birkin junior team here in the AIB All Ireland Junior Club Hurling Championship final. The Kilkenny and Leinster champions are leading the Munster champions. St. Catherine's by 2.17 to 11 points and we have 47 minutes played in a 60 minute game sideline ball to Catherine's they've weathered the storm somewhat Michael but the damage was done in the first ah, half the, the, the damage was done uh, you know, to be fair the game was practically up to be honest and uh, you just can't here we are another chance for Tullerher and they're giving it away here to go Hennessy Connor oh he just let the ball he was going to sell a bit of a dummy there yes, he, he gave possession away he gave it away here comes St. Catherine's Kyle Wallace nice hurler that chap he's probably been their best player I think really. yeah, yeah nice hurler look to find it down towards Brian more. Mulcahy and, and, and you know we have to there's Hartley again he's always there on and the Tuller defence is brilliant yeah Michael. they've been super now absolutely yeah, and super. the link up very well yeah. there's Walter again 
He might oh, have been brilliant. his own backyard. Absolutely He's been here brilliant. a million times. Walter plays at the Coleman O'Sullivan. The captain says, thanks, but he puts it wide. He puts it wide. Four wides in the second half. Four wides they left. 2.17 to 11 it remains here. Local time, four minutes past six in downtown Dublin. If you're listening to us on the app or online on KCLR 96 FM, don't forget at seven o'clock we'll bring you full live commentary of Castle Lines of Cork versus Thomas Town of Kilkenny in the All Ireland Intermediate AIB final. And tomorrow from 1:30, Carlow versus Wexford in the Walsh Cup round two, live from Wexford Park tomorrow afternoon. Three to Tuller Ross Birkin. This ball is going to be sent downfield. Uh, for St. Catherine's I should say this goalkeeper played it short Owen Davis intelligent ball to Oshin Fitzgerald and the man popped up from centre back to pop it in and over the bar and he's got to be complimented it was a nice little move yeah lovely ball by the keeper good finish by uh, the centre back of, uh, but the physics completely gone out of the game it's, it's, it's just going through the motions certainly so going through the motions indeed 2.17 to Tuller 12 points to St. Catherine's of Cork St. Catherine's in possession plenty of texts coming into 083-306-9696 and Michael clear his tune to some Warsaw in Poland here's the Hartley. ball being tied up by Pat Hartley again he's creeping into your recognition ah, Michael as well you're, yeah, enjo- you're enjoying his performance I'll tell you Brendan you could give it to any amount of them at the minute they're all playing give them all a tenor let yeah, the team into detail by Walter again. <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> so <laughs> Good man, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, I don't think it was much in that. It's going to be. No, I'll tell you, there wasn't a whole lot in that. Is that the number eight, uh, number nine again? Yeah, I don't think there was anything. He's in lucky it. No, though, Brendan. No, that's one he got away with. No, if he caught him on the back of the head with the, and the helmet, I don't think there was anything malice. You know what did the referee said to call him on a Sullivan the last time? Yeah, but you see, that's it. He got away with it the last time a little bit. Like the referee didn't really see it. It was high. But this time he's booking him, I think. Yeah. yeah Donnick O'Connor was on the ground back there as well, the full back. At that time he's picked up a booking. John Foley and Wine Gap is very happy with us, Michael. Thank you very much, John. John has uh, never missed any of these matches since the move to Croker he's got the programmes to prove it and he's very happy with the coverage and our passion for Tuller Ross Birkin this evening as wide we say again. that St. Catherine's send in a wide thanks very much for that John I hope you're enjoying the excitement and John is down there in Wine Gap in County Kilkenny and uh, Thenceforth, of course, he reminds us of Black and Amber as well as Tuller also appeared in their Black and Amber, which is true in 06 07 in the Club All Ireland final, beating Clooney Gales of Antrim. That comes in from Charlie. Thank you very much, Charlie. It's interesting what people pick up on Michael, but he's 100% Charlie. Yeah. Thenceforth, same colours as well. That's right, yeah. yeah. And their old friend Jim Rowan sending best wishes in to Hiller as well. Thanks, Jim. He was here today. Carrick Shock lifted a club title. 12 chances out of 20. St. Catherine's have converted. Tuller, 19 chances from 32. Now, they'll average about 40 chances in this game, Michael. The clock peters down to 
Uh, what's left? There's 51. There's only nine minutes remaining. So a really poor second half. But yeah, all Tuller had to do was just stay in the game. Ah, that's all. Yeah, brilliant. Damage done. That's and a great And this fella has been very good. Conor Hennessy. Hennessy. Yeah. He's no relation if you want to give it to him, Michael. That's a massive strike from Conor Hennessy. But he's been brilliant for Tuller that's all year. For him. And that's one of the reasons they're here in this AIB Club Junior final. Conor Hennessy. No relation. But what a score. It's Sends it in score. and over the bar. Yeah, Quality. he's been excellent. Absolutely excellent all day long. Another uh, sub in for the Cork team. Certainly so. Tuller's path to this final defeated St. Patrick's. Massive scoreline. They scored 6-19 that day. They beat Shanahan. A massive scoreline. Scored 5-26. Father Regans of Cran 4. 2-17 to 18 points. They beat Carrick Rivers time. 2-14 to 8 points. They were the Offaly champions. And Tuller beat Castle Blaney hurling 3-20 to 1-12 in the All-Ireland semi-final. St. Catchers of course defeated Eski of Sligo by one point in their semi-final. Eski would have been the Sligo senior champions. Before that St. Catherine's defeated Fina Kilmeady by 2.14 to 1.15 and their second game St. Catherine's 2.17 Ballina Hinch 11 and St. Catherine's again. defeated Waterford here comes the full forward Hennessy goal he chance should have, should have passed it to Walter should have passed it into Walter he was screaming for it their near neighbours Ardmore were the team the uh, played in Fraher Field 2.16 to 1.11 Ardmore of Waterford of course and to be near neighbours great pocket of hurling that neck of the woods Ocean Langham would know all about that but at the moment Michael 2.18 Tuller Ross Birkin 12 points to St. Catherine's we are heading down towards the final 7 minutes here in Croke Park 2.18 is 24 points to 12 it's a 12 point advantage there's a bit of a golfing class here this afternoon Tuller have been the class act yeah the damage was done in the first half and then they just sauntered through the second half half look they had the game won at half time let's call the spade a spade and then uh, they just sauntered through the second half they haven't been anywhere near the best but it didn't have to be they just tagged on the points as we said all they needed to do was to keep the scoreboard ticking over and they had this game well well in control and they've been brilliant all over the field they've been so so strong not not a weak link on their team here's Keno Donahue another man who's been right up there since the off yeah very quite second half he's had up he's done enough another one out. oh god he has done more than enough a lot done, more to do. Another white flag raised by Keane. I make that five frees. Yeah, he's nine all Sideline, two from playing a 65. A complete performance. The goal would make it out. Here's Walter. He's having some performance. One three already. That time the keeper keeps it in. He could have let it go for a while and take the puck up. But Owen Davis recycled it well. First touch was poor from the full back, though. The giant captain, Owen O'Reardon. He gets it back to the keeper who made his way out to the 45 and he goes for a route one ball. Cornerback did really well for Tuller. That was Richard Gill. Got the stick to it. Back to Pat Hartley. Again in a great position, Pat Hartley. Yeah, he's always there. He's always there. He's had a great second half. As, as regards team-wise, Tuller haven't been brilliant in the second half, but he has. He's always on the edge of the sh- looking for the ball off, off of Tuller. He must be a great team player to have because when they're in trouble, he's there on the shoulder. Bit of experience, Mike. Yeah, that's, you can't beat it, Brendan. You can't no beat substitute it. for experience. No. 25 points to 12 in total it's a 13 point lead 219 to 12 proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunphy Kilkenny's number one family run estate agency supporting the home parish visit dng.e or call 056-7786-1000 and it's now time if you're sending in your man of the match to pick a name send it in with a chance to win the 50 euro voucher for detail men's where Michael will be announcing it in about four minutes time his player and he puts his hands on his head here and he says he's going to give it to them all but he can only give to one <laughs> and thanks to Carol and High Street and Philip and Pereira Market and Carlo and Detail Men's where we also have a 50 euro voucher for the intermediate final coming up at 7 o'clock Thomas Home versus Castle Lions here's the free this fella's in the reckoning Keno Donahue right on halfway two metres inside his own half to be exact 
closer to the Cusick stand than the Hogan hitting for Hill 16 there's the strike won't have the legs will drop in around the house free out Catra's been fouled in there Walter thought he was back on the rugby field for New Ross it's going to be a free out to the St. Catherine's men 2.14 at half time to 9 it's 2.19 now they've scored 5 points oh, in the Walter second half over here. 5-3 here comes Walter from an angle always loves them off his left not side this time side. not from that side <laughs> not from that side five ways in the second half a very low scoring second half Michael yeah no, five uh, points sure, for Tullerher uh, yeah and another, another, another interception from a puck out here come Tullerher under pressure Catron's battling away but they've been second best from the off here full backs involved their own Reardon They've made a lot of change at halftime. There's a long-range ball in, and that is a score and a half if there. Michael O'Donoghue again. He's been brilliant. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He's been brilliant. It's another one for O'Donoghue. Yeah. Keen. Three from play, one sideline, 165. And Stephen Lawler. Threes, ten points. Stephen Lawler comes in for a run and to take part for Tullaher. And what a time to be coming in. They're leading here by 220 to 12 points Stephen Lawler is in I'm not quite sure who came out there uh, number 7 Cahill Mooney has come out Cahill Mooney is out so Stephen Lawler is in great time to come on as a sub isn't it ah oh, it's lovely yeah and there's a touch from him and everything Cahill Mooney is the man confirmed there's Stephen with his first touch drives it down towards Conor Hennessy who had a very good second half and Hennessy wins the break here turns off his right onto his left gets a tap of it onto the boss of the stick oh, beautiful. that is beautiful. a quality piece of play by Conor Hennessy and that's a terrific score one in the first half three in the second he's had a brilliant second half Michael brilliant second half yeah Seth Walter Welch and, and oh, Donahue have gone absolutely gone to town one, one eleven from play between the three of them so that's fair going certainly is good going Connor Hennessy with the score. Finbar is tuned to us in Norway this afternoon. Snowy Bergen in Norway. Finbar. He's supporting the Tullerher boys all the way. But an name like Finbar, I thought you'd be a Corkman boy. But anyway, <laughs> Finbar, he's supporting Tullerher. And Tullerher just fall and lose their shape momentarily. But the ball comes back to Rory Galvin. Rory Galvin for St. Catherine's of Cork. Big ball in around the house. He was never really threatened today, Davy Walsh, in the Tullerher goal. And Michael, with two minutes remaining, it's 27 points to 12. It's a 15 point lead for Tullerher. And they're introducing more substitutes. Niall O'Shea is coming in. And he's going to replace. Richard Gill and Richard put in his shift here today also Niall O'Shea number 18 comes in wearing the purple helmet Michael a difficult job for you there's been some great performances there from Tuller your detail men's were a man of the match yeah look it, it has been difficult but you know I'm going to go with young O'Donoghue because when it was a game to be won that's when he performed best and you know himself and Walter Welsh going to town and Walter you know has a long career of winning stuff so I'm going to go with Keen O'Donoghue Keen O'Donoghue your detail men's were man of the match here in the AIB All-Ireland Junior Club Championship Final Tuller Osbirken are just about minutes and seconds away from lifting the cup here in Croke Park they've played well as a unit they've played very well as a team they made a few changes but I have to say Michael Dyle would be very happy really untested throughout the campaign goes to show you how good they have been exactly Mike. they've been just outstanding Brendan by far the top class team in the tournament and been just brilliant and have been brilliant again today and as I said to you they will do very very well and be very comfortable at intermediate level that's a great strike uh, from the wide. full forward and uh, Catherine's yeah. will be disappointed but will be the first ones to admit a great sport 
fourth in County Cork to say yeah. we were completely outclassed by a much much better team as Tuller bringing another substitute Tony Conway comes in wearing number 17 and Michael these are huge moments for some of these fellas because you might never ever get the chance to back Road Park again that's true that's true yeah. Tony Conway's on for Sean Murray at cornerback Sean with a two vital both cornerbacks have played well the unit played well at the back Coleman and Jamie in the middle and need I say it, all the forwards have scored they've been excellent so Sean Murray's replaced by Tony Conway he gets a few claps in the back down below us here in the Hogan stand but uh, the game petering out Tuller unfortunately now have picked up an injury but don't forget we will have full live commentary of Thomas Town and Castle Lions coming up at 7 o'clock here on KCLR 96 5 minutes of additional time Michael <laughs> score 221 to 12 points it shouldn't be allowed but anyway that's the story and this game is proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunphy Kilkenny's number one family run estate agency supporting the home parish visit dng.ie or call 056 and a big huge thank you to Ella and DNG for their kind sponsorship of their game and also to our engineers back at base and everybody for organising this great event here in Croke Park Robbie Dowling the sport Ken Maguire engineer Shane Saturday and Sunday scoreline along with Robbie and all our sales staff Michael Flynn in particular for this game here and to everybody including DNG and to Detail Menswear Ella at DNG and also to Philip and Carol at Detail Menswear it's a great occasion Michael Kenny teams have done very well we said that earlier on thankfully the injury is okay we're just peering into the four minutes uh, six, no, six minutes now <laughs> of added time but um, I know I, I say it on all the commentaries of there's one side of games but it is a little bit ridiculous isn't it yeah I know it is it's, it was I suppose look the rules are the rules and yeah but it is ridiculous when there's a big margin yeah like no, I, yeah, yeah. 2.21 here comes St. Catherine's picking off a nice consolation score in and over the bar it goes there's a change on the Tuller Ross Birkin team in comes number 24 uh, 24 is Brian Walsh and Brian is coming in for Martin Murphy who I felt has a, had a great game for Tuller also Michael yeah, he scored 1-1 he surely, he surely did uh, very strong player for them and a young player and you know they have as I said a great mixture of youth and experience out there 27 points at 13 it's a 14 point lead with 4 minutes of the 6 minutes of added time remaining here Tuller goalkeeper plays the ball out to Pat Hartley there's that Pat with the score and I think uh, our counterparts in TG Cahar have gone for the same man of the match have the Michael or have they gone for a different man not sure not anyway sure. Brian Walsh 24 is on for Marty Murphy that's confirmed long ball for St. Catherine's oh it's dropped oh, it's, it's dropped penalty by there. Penalty. Uh, is he giving something there's the shot oh, oh, what a goal. What a oh goal. great great goal <laughs> and I tell you it's gone to a man that's played his heart out for St. Catherine's Rory Galvin he picked the top corner in it and he stuck it home and you know what to come up to Croke Park and play an All-Ireland score one thirteen and not be anywhere near the two team that are winning is something else but their supporters will take a bit out of that yeah look it's great for them to get that goal and it was a brilliant goal as well in fairness to the top one thirteen, the centre forward Rory Galvin here come Tuller downfield it goes he's been deadly Danny Glennon centred the ball but Catrons win it back their man with the red helmet is Shane Cotter through the middle they come they're moving well no, that has been a little problem for it's the ball there. Yeah, just yeah. kill them dropping the ball at a vital time it's all about speed Coleman O'Sullivan he will lift the All-Ireland Junior title trophy for Tuller gets it down to Walter he's loving all pop along the end line from that side didn't like it off the left didn't wide like it end. off the right either he's in the rough that's a wide for Walter six wides in the second half for Tuller meantime the lead by 221 to 113 at half time the lead by 214 to 9 they've scored 7 points in this the second half 
to be fair to St. Catherine's they've scored 7 points as well 1-4 yeah. so it's an even Stephen second half but it's about 60 minutes of play we're well into added time here now we're into the 4th minute of 6 minutes of added time Catherine's come forward going looking for another score their man on the ball was Gerard O'Brien ball was handled on the ground the referee said the referee is from County Antrim he's had a simple enough task this evening referee the game in a simple way Colin McDonald and well done to Colin he's got lots of good wishes from his club and from Antrim during the week that he's come here to referee this game he's been involved on three previous matches in the AB Club Championship and he also refereed an All-Ireland semi-final he was on duty in November for Dungannon I was in St Eunans versus Swatra the two outings in the intermediate grade following month Owen Begg he oversaw the Ulster final between Aerog and Satanta at oh, Tullamore catch. ball is won back by full back it says it it was a great catch yeah Donica O'Connor he's done really well back across field it goes that's going to be wide wide ball wide ball four and a half minutes of the six have been played there was a bit of a dunt there on (laughs) Stephen Lawler he came in in the second half and he he went out with a fair old dunt there but Stephen is okay and thanks to everybody who's been in touch with us we're on 0833069696 if you'd like to uh, send in your best wishes for Thomas Town and your congratulations to Tuller Ross Burkham. We'll announce the detailed menswear man of the match winner for you in a minute. We've given it to Keane O'Donoghue of Tuller Ross Burkham. Who'll win the 50 euro voucher? Tuller nearly conceded a second goal and the ball came across the goal line. St. Catherine's, they never ever gave up. Their target was to win the second half. The ball was gathered by Rory Galvin, pulled on the cross. It was inches from going over the line, Mikey. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat Hartley has got man in the match and, and, and again, you couldn't argue with that either. He on just, TG Carr yeah he was superb in the second half as well they won't give him a voucher for detail though <laughs> <laughs> they won't exactly 27 <laughs> points to 16 <laughs> Tuller lead here in it goes this man Another has played really well Walter. Coleman no, O'Sullivan here, no? Coleman oh, it's well blocked down St. Catherine's are playing with a bit of purpose they are oh no Reardon oh, oh God, again. another mistake just dropped the ball vital time Tuller come out the clock now says 10 seconds of the added time remaining that could be the final score no it's gone wide it's gone wide it's gone wide but it is 2.21 to Tuller Ross Birkin 1.13 to St. Catherine's of Cork the referee comes forward Tuller's path to this final and a successful one defeated St. Patrick's Defeated Colt Shanahov Leash, Father Regans of Cranford, Carrick Rivers Town of Offaly, Castle Blaney hurling in the All Ireland semi final, and now they're just about to defeat the All, the Munster champions, St. Catherine's of Mallow County Cork, and Tuller Ross Birkin are the AIB All Ireland Junior Club champions for 2024. Congratulations to everybody in the club, on the panel, and including their manager, Michael Doyle, the banished door, John. Cottle, Richie Dollard, Jeremy Lally and Tom Murphy, the backroom team they're captained here today by Coleman O'Sullivan and they have had one hell of a performance from start to finish here in a cold Croke Park as the Rose of Mooncoin belts out across the Dublin skyline at 22 minutes past 6 it started at 5, they're all Ireland champions, 2-21 wasn't a cracking second half but they did what they had to do Catherine scored 1-13 in total 
2.14 to 9 at half time 2.21 to Tuller at the end 1.13 to the Corkman it's a big big win Michael Tuller they've won it again and the Kilkenny tail continues with some great performances by junior teams over the years yeah they were superb in the first half especially um, uh, they won the match in the first half Brendan uh, to be quite honest and their forwards are unbelievable and you know, their backs done some job on, on the Catherine's forwards as well so a complete team performance a really great display and uh, you know fully deserved victories yeah, Michael, I'm going to get post-match audio. Shane and the lads might like to keep you in line. I'll be down getting a bit of post-match. Michael, is there if you want to have a chat with them, lads? They will receive the trophy. We're a little bit too far away. You might pick up the speech from the television back at studio. But the final score is Tullaher, two goals and 21 points. St. Catherine's, 113. We'll leave it with Michael and Shane and the boys. Meanwhile, back to the studio. Thanks very much, uh, Brendan. Yeah, Michael, just what a tremendous day it is uh, for Tullaher, Ross Burke. But it was really kind of over at half-time, it has to be said. You know, the early goal just they never really got going St. Catharines no no the, the, the match was over at half time obviously you have to be careful and you know anything can happen in a hurling match as you know but the golfing class between the two teams was huge uh, Shane and uh, Tullaher just uh, they swarmed them all over the field uh, they had no answer to them anywhere they were physically stronger much better hurlers and uh, you know they fully deserved to win the match by as much as it is uh, you went with Keno Donahue there as uh, man of the match a lot of people are messaging in and uh, Walter Walsh seemed to be the overwhelming uh, favourite of a lot of people messaging obviously a good few with Keen O'Donoghue why did you think he stood out over Walter? Well it, it wasn't uh, you know what you know the man that got on TG Carter Pat Harty was right up there as well it was just basically picking someone there was no one ahead of anyone else I felt that O'Donoghue Connor Hennessy Walter and Pat Harty were the big four for Tuller if you like but there was great performances everywhere in fairness to O'Donoghue he started off the game by scoring five different ways and uh, you know the second half really wasn't the game so I was kind of basing it on the first half when it was a game he got the first five points I think from Tuller and uh, as I said from free from play from 60 Pfizer from sidelines and I felt that that's where the match was won so that's why I went for him Michael obviously now they've gone on and won a county final then followed it up with Leinster and now the All-Ireland title Tuller Ross Birkin you would presume as you said on commentary are going to be very strong and intermediate later on this year in Kilkenny but now that they've won all three of those competitions where do they stand over the last maybe 10 or 15 years in terms of Kilkenny Junior Champions do you think are they right up there yeah absolutely as good as I've seen uh, someone uh, I was talking to somebody up here and, uh, and I, I agree with what they said they said to me that they've seen they're not from Kilkenny but they said that they're the, the two best Kilkenny teams they've seen in a long time at this level and I would agree with that uh, Thomas Dunn being the other one obviously they have to go and do their business now but uh, I would agree with that like Tullerher have just got better and better and better as the year went on and you know like, a bit like Thomastown they played really well from the knockout stages on into the Kilkenny Championship uh, Leinster wasn't really a test I thought today it might be a small bit closer but I would have fancied them even beforehand but as, to answer your question they're up there as good as anybody and what's more is they're not going anywhere they have a very good forward line and when you have a very good forward line you always have a chance uh, when you're looking at what like what has it been for them this year then that uh, they've really hit the ground running um, because we've seen with Blacks and Whites they didn't really do well when it came to the Leinster side of things you had Dane Sport on the intermediate side of things last year not really doing well so what has uh, Tullerher Ross Burton got right this year? I just felt that the public, you know, it's amazing. It's a bit like Thomastown. When you have a group that comes together and they just hit, their, hit, hit it at the right time, uh, it, it makes a huge difference. Now, uh, when you were asking on about Dane's Fort and uh, whoever else, 
what can happen there is before you know you win your, your local championship and if you're turned into action a week later and you're playing a, a half decent team and you're not ready for them they, that can that can take it away from you and I, you have to get over that first round and then if, if you do you're, you're on a roll but I think that might have happened to those other teams but this Tuller team if you look at their forwards in particular you know Walter's so experienced and then all young lads around them really and they're all very very good players and then at the back again Hartley is so experienced and again he's surrounded by the likes of Larry Murphy who's a young player so they have a brilliant mix they have an absolutely brilliant mix there and uh, as I said to you they're certainly on the upward curve it's Tullerher Ross Birkin's day obviously Michael and maybe we don't want to yep. look too far ahead but in terms of Kilkenny are there any players that stood out there that you think could go into a Kilkenny panel maybe even a Kilkenny starting 15 obviously Keno Dunhu being your man of the match maybe being one well, I'm not sure, uh, Robbie. I'd have to. Be, I, I'd always be very careful to judge, and uh, and again, I'd be very respectful of it. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a you know, it's it's junior, it's junior uh, club, and it's very hard to know. I think those two Murphys are decent, very, very, they're very young players, and they going forward, I think you know, funny enough, might might be to to offer something going forward. Obviously, Walter is going to be still there, but I think those two Murphys are certainly worth keeping an eye on. They'll be under 20 this year for Kilkenny, and I'm sure they definitely be in Mark Dowland's plans and uh, you know they, they're very very good players and it'll be interesting to see how to get on I, as I said I'd be very slow to judge between inter-county and club level uh, it's, it's, a, it's a massive massive jump well look uh, Michael thanks very much look you're going to be back with us now for the Thomastown game uh, just quickly before we let you go do you think we're going to see a similar type of game the, what we've seen here with Tullerher I, I wouldn't be surprised Shane it would be probably the way I think uh, you look again as I said last night to Robbie you, you're slow to judge when you don't see a team playing but I, I again from all I've seen and all I've heard it could be quite similar I hope it is but uh, I, I suppose from a neutral point of view you'd like to see a closer game because the second half of this just petered out but I would love to see a really good game obviously with Thomas Dunn winning but I think Thomas Dunn will have too much for them yeah I do Thanks very much, Michael. Uh, you can go get ready now for the second game of the day. Michael Walsh, uh, All-Ireland winner with Kilkenny. Always great to have him on commentary. KCLR Live Sport. The AIB All-Ireland Junior Club Hurling Championship Final. St. Catharines versus Tullerher Ross Birkin. Proudly brought to you by DNG Ella Dunphy. Kilkenny's number one family-run estate agency supporting the home parish. Visit dng.ie or call 056 77